Mother Nature is turning into Thanos is what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Compassion Fatigue. I'm Emily. Hi, Emily. Um, so today is um, the first show of the month of February, I guess, but we're filming it on January 27th. Yeah. Yes. So at the beginning of the month, we have a WTF are you doing? Um, and it differs a little bit from our usual uh, shtick because we talk about things that are grinding our gears or making us mad. Pissing us off. Mm -hmm. And so, um, as we were talking about, like, what we wanted our topic to be, like, there were some very specific stories that I really wanted to cover. And I was like, oh, you know, what could be, like, an overall, like, generic theme of it? That pisses me off. Because this is a lot of things that are pissing me off right now. And... Elise has a lot of feelings. I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> There's always a lot of feelings. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, well... The most conservative way to kind of wrap up these themes is conspiracy theories mm -hmm. or in or like, I guess, my personal opinions of the world. Mm -hmm. um, and the other way is political or governmental use of media mm -hmm. or misuse. I guess misuse of media yeah. is the correct way to say it right now. Right. So I only pitched the idea of. Uh, framing it as a conspiracy theory episode because I don't want to get gunned down by our big governments. So because right. we are we are we are touching on some major powers in the world right now and some heavy critiques being thrown their way. Mm -hmm. So my personal opinion about what is happening, I guess, yeah. despite the facts. Right. So take it away, girl. Um, okay. So we'll start. Here at home. Yeah. So um, last week, so currently, for anyone who is not in the U.S., who is not up to date, the U.S. is currently in the, the impeachment trials for President Trump. The Senate is holding court. It's day six today. Mm -hmm. I think it's been, it's been, I think there's still an opening statement. So I Sick. It's like 24 <laughs> hours per, so anyways. Yeah. It's crazy. So um, but Secretary of State. Mike Pompeo mm -hmm. met with NPR um, journalist Mary Mary Louise Kelly mm -hmm. for an interview. Oh, and what an interview it was! <laughs> yes. So this NPR um, interviewer interviewed Mike Pompeo on a variety of issues, and then at um, near the tail end of the interview, got to the Ukraine, um, and one of Pompeo's aides was just like. Nope, 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 we're stopping. And so she was like, you know, thank you, kind of wrapping up the interview. And then he just like left. Pompeo just like peaced out. Mm -hmm. So later on, uh, after, you know, they're cleaning up, I guess, or whatever, in his private living room or a different yeah, yeah. area. I'm not sure. So he had left the living room and he called her back. And he called her back and then basically cussed her out and was just like, Americans don't care about Ukraine. Do you even know where Ukraine is? Told his aides to get out a map. And so when she her... said, yes, I know where Ukraine is. Right. So she was like, yeah, I know where Ukraine is. He asked the aides to like literally pull out a map of the world. With no words on it. With no words on it. And then she pointed to Ukraine and he just wrapped up the map and said nothing. Yep. And then he said, um, like, everyone will hear of this. Yeah. Hear People what? will hear of this. Exactly. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah. So that happened. People and... will hear of your behavior? Because, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah, what happened. They, they have heard of it. Um, yeah. 
Now the funny, or I don't know, the the recent news on it is Mike Pompeo has come out and said that Mary Louise Kelly has lied about what has happened. I haven't read his particular statement to see what he was saying she lied about. Mm-hmm. But um, NPR's like spokespersons and like the head of NPR, like the owners, and they've all come out and said, like, we're not, we will not be intimidated. We will not be threatened. Um, but like, by what? I don't understand. Like, by what? I guess her knowledge of where the Ukraine is. <laughs> I guess of Mompe- I guess Mike Pompeo might be threatening with like slander or libel or whatever, right? Like oh. legal action against them. So, okay. so they're standing up. So they're they have Mary Louise Kelly's back, which is good to hear. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, dude. Okay, like I get it. Like the set of questions she might have gotten to might not have been on the docket, right? Mm-hmm. You might be pissed that you know you stepped in and there's questions you didn't expect Mm -hmm. i get it but journalists do that right right they they ask questions and like again with the current situation political situation that it is the senate trials Mm -hmm. about this particular situation about ukraine and what happened in ukraine her asking doesn't seem out of nowhere Right. right it seems relevant to what's going on exactly so and she and she did what the aide asked, like just you know, ended the interview when they right, asked her right. to. It wasn't like she was like, and one more thing, you know, right, like right. And I guess I guess he's saying, oh well, I never cussed her out. I never said any of this. It's like I don't see this journalist being a person to lie, right? Like she doesn't gain anything. I don't see right. I mean, we have reporters, journalists have ethics, and you know, right. I and then, think ethics were probably followed. And I feel like we could trust NPR and nothing else. Yeah. Maybe that's me. Who knows? Maybe I'm crazy. Again, that's why conspiracy theories. But I believe NPR. I would gladly donate to get that tote bag. Um. <laughs> the whole Trump administration and media has been a shitstorm. I mean, from the very beginning with the whole Russian stuff into the Facebook world. From the very beginning of you right. know, the election and stuff like that. And, like, I don't know, it's almost like everyone in the Trump administration, for some reason, because a lot of them aren't, like, newbies, like, they've already been politicians or in the political world, Mm -hmm. are, like, if I say it didn't happen, like, all of a sudden, it didn't happen, and so any evidence the media has didn't happen. It's like, it's like (laughs) gaslighting in the stupidest and most profound way at the same time, you know what I mean? (laughs) No, it's it's mind-boggling. This administration has been mind-boggling, I think mm-hmm. is the way to put it. Shenanigans and buffoonery. Uh, Those two words always just come to my head whenever right. I think about this administration. Yeah, but I think especially, like, because today's topic being with media and its misuse of media, I mm-hmm. think it's been crazy. Like, You know, I feel like it's the only way to survive. Right. To either cry or laugh about it, yeah. and we're doing both, and I think that's healthy. <laughs> healthy balance yes Um, so you know veering off from the domestic world uh international misuse of media and well what's the biggest news in international news right china and the coronavirus yay so let's know what's going on miss bang oh lord okay so we got a little thing called the coronavirus that's spreading right now just a little thing. It's just a little, little, no little deal. virus. No big deal. You know, just caused you know people like eighty people to die in China so far that we know of. 
Um, I think there's like thousands, if not millions of people being quarantined at this point. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, the city of Wuhan, where this all started, which I'll get to, is quarantined. That's 11 million people. Mm -hmm. It's quarantined. Mm -hmm. Not that it's going to do much right now. It's 11 million. Wow. Because it's I forgot how big the cities are. Yeah, Yeah. it's huge. (laughs) Like, people are like, oh, it's one city. It's 11 million people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) There are millions of quarantine. Like, they've so far spread throughout. I think there's been a couple that's internationally... There's five reported cases in the states right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like two in California, one in Seattle, one in Arizona, one in Chicago. Fact check me, y'all. But like generally, kind of in that way. There's a few in the U.S. Yes, there's a few yeah. in the U.S. I know there's been one in Thailand. There was mm-hmm. several in Korea, four in Korea so far. Yeah, all people from China. Mm-hmm. But um, all because of one thing: um, China mm-hmm. or the government in Wuhan. Um, decided not to alert anyone about the situation. Mm-hmm. And so they only, like at the end of December, they said, oh, we have this outbreak um, that started from the seafood market in Wuhan. It is small and it's only started at this day to this day. Like, and they gave like a very limited time. Mm-hmm. And so people were like, okay. And so people who were there outside of those times or weren't exposed to that particular seafood in that time frame, like I think a week, they like limited or whatever, or starting at a certain day, they thought they were okay and they started leaving, mm-hmm. right? And this was before the whole city was quarantined. So they started leaving. This is where we have all the um, cases outside of China right now is people, people were traveling out abroad. Because they thought they were safe. They were safe, right? Yeah. And then... And then what we find out come into January now is like, oh, actually, no, the government officials knew it wasn't this small time period. It was a much bigger time frame than that, that this virus was spreading. And they knew. They knew. And they're reporting that now, but they didn't report that before. And they were downplaying this whole thing to the media and to not just their own government, but their international media. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the citizens were like, oh, my government's telling me it's okay in China. So... I should be okay. It's nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. It's just a couple of people. Yeah. No, there's, it's not a couple of people. Um, it's huge. Mm-hmm. And the scariest part about it is like, it's the virility of it mm-hmm. and how quickly it, it, how infectious it is and how quickly it spreads. Mm-hmm. So some numbers I read, and again, fact check me y'all. Mm-hmm. SARS, which is in the same Corona family of this disease, SARS that was so deadly was 0.75. Its virility was 0.75 or something like that. Conservative numbers from China is 2.6 for the coronavirus. Independent people have, some have, you know, speculated all the way to 3 point something. Who knows, right? It's, it is many, many more times more infectious than SARS was and it is spreading faster. Some people have liked it to the um, Spanish influenza of 1917, 1917. 1918, something in the early 19s, um, that killed how many million people? It decimated the population quite a bit um, in the time. And we are now living in a much faster, much more connected, mm-hmm. much more spreadable world. My question, though, <laughs> continues to be, why would China lie about, you know, the time period that they're talking about? Why would they lie about the severity of the 
Like, what good does it do? Are they trying to save face in some way? Like, I don't understand. I think, yes. Right. I think that was big, safe face. Like, yeah. they didn't want... They didn't People want... to be like, oh, China's diseased. Yeah, China's they probably you know. didn't want to be the start of another pandemic. Yeah. Um, on top of that, I think they... I would assume that the government officials were like, we can get this under control. We still have time. We can get this under control. I feel like it's like the mentality that they started with when they didn't understand the virus at all. Yeah. When they didn't understand kind of the the disease and how quickly it progresses and how infectious it was. It's the meme of the dog with the the coffee cup in the room on fire saying everything's fine. Right. I feel like that's what they were. Like, everything's fine. We can still get this under control. It's still just here. It's only these people. If we make sure people don't panic, it won't be a big deal. And it's like, oh, shit, never mind. Yeah. This thing's spreading like crazy. Now, Wuhan, 11 million people was quarantined. Just found out there's like over 100 universities there. Thankfully, the students were gone for winter break. break. Okay. It's been extended. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Please. Those, <laughs> those students are not allowed back in the city. No. So that's one thing. Yeah. Um, I just heard the Chinese government has extended Chinese New Year um, holidays for three more days. <laughs> Which is nice, I guess. To try keep people whole. <laughs> Except people who work at, like, factories or grocery stores, like, necessities, like, yeah. have to go back to work. Mm-hmm. But, like, they have, like, scarcity of masks, scarcity of yeah. medicine, like, they are. And it's spreading. It's spreading. Because people did not have the correct information. The government kept that information from them and they misused the media mm-hmm. to placate the masses and tell them you are okay when they were not. And it's now all over the fucking world. I know. But I, that's my opinion. Sorry. That's not <laughs> fact. I had, there are, as what happens with like a lot of natural disasters slash like political disasters, there's a lot of memes coming out. Right. One of the first ones I saw was like, um, because it's Lunar New Year, people with like receiving red envelopes and inside the red envelopes are like masks right. instead of money. Yeah. Which I think is pretty funny. And then the other one I saw was like uh, memes of like, oh, places wish order. And then like the, the next panel of the comic is like gets coronavirus with like $1 leggings or something. <laughs> funny, but like too yeah. real. <laughs> right. Or like, I will not accuse any government of malingering mm-hmm. or, um, doing anything out of malintention Mm -hmm. but i will say it was very (laughs) short-sighted i'm trying to choose my words right Mm -hmm. to save our asses yeah (laughs) don't kill us please (laughs) we're two two insignificant individuals in this world how dare you we are very significant which one do you want to be sorry sorry which are we both we have value and we're not worth bombing <laughs> dialectics man okay so it, it is your <laughs> it is your firm belief that some shenanigans are happening some shenanigans are happening that could have been avoided if the government was more willing to be cautious and less concerned about saving face mm-hmm or you know or whatever whatever it might be was, yeah. right so i'm just sad that so many people were given misinformation that have caused the death 
ailments and sicknesses. Of- yeah, and who knows how far this is going to go. Right. At this point, that's that's the scary part. And and again, it's it affects our elderly and our children. Those are the most susceptible to any disease, especially any type of flu-like disease. Mm-hmm. And that's and we're already on top of a very bad flu season right now as it is we really are though yeah yeah so it's like it's just like doubling down and like the flu already kills as it is Mm -hmm. so it's like now we're doubling our odds of more deaths sick it's like mother nature was like f y'all i'm calling this population i mean it's not world war three that's gonna get us as mother nature being like f y'all y'all have done too much to me i'm taking up like a third of y'all yeah she's like i'm taking a third off third of y'all with me is what it feels like mother nature is turning into thanos is what's happening <laughs> yeah anyways yeah so yeah misuse of the media misuse of media causing spreading misinformation yeah which we, is the world right now yeah so sad that that's the world right now but that's the world right now so. 2020 anyways. man the curse of 2020 continues it's it's been 27 days as of the date we're filming it has been 27 days into this new year into this new decade mm-hmm. and already already i'm tired i'm tired already i'm yeah. 2021 <laughs> now about kobe bryant yeah um so that is such a tragic passing and his, yeah and his daughter was yeah present. and then i think that the parents and the so the daughter's friend and her parents were also on there too. Mm-hmm. And Kobe Bryant has like three kids, so right. It, so oh. he survived by like his other daughters and his wife. But can you imagine just the trauma? It, it, so sad. Yeah. I was really sad. He was so young. He was like forty one. Yeah. Um and the daughter was like thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. And from yeah. It's it's sad because he had so much left in front of him. I mean mm-hmm. he had a, a wonderful career wonderful life so far but mm-hmm. i mean so much ahead of him he was doing so much like for entrepreneurship like funding and helping other people yeah do that and he was also from what i understand really outspoken about women athletics mm-hmm. yeah and i don't know how true it is but there's rumors saying that that trip on the helicopter was in part for one of those yeah athletes. i read that too yeah like with his daughter and basketball so it's like he was doing something and this happened and it's we've lost a, a great national individual. treasure yeah a really significant impactful individual who was doing what he could for the world and where he was taken too quickly mm-hmm. and let alone you know the adults the children the that kids were born too yeah. yeah so i guess that could be our like unofficial honorary appreciation corners Kobe Bryant because like right he's not Asian that I know of I mean I haven't read his 23 and me report but right gosh it was sad and he's such a good person and, yeah and we, we do we do appreciate him yeah yeah and like I think yeah he was definitely like I feel like an inspiration for many many like individuals not just athletes right but, yeah. just all over the world and like just beloved mm-hmm. so yeah prayers for his family his wife and the lakers fans it is yeah i guess it's a sad episode today there is no we did another sad episode well we we uplifted most of ours this one's just ending. this one's just ending on a sad note yeah this is just a sad note 
Dang. Sorry to hit you hard. Yeah. Sucker punch at 2020. I mean, we're working, working with, much. yeah, we're working with what we got. <laughs> what we got. Give me what's the Know that people will misuse media and give you misinformation. Please, please, please fact check and do your research. Even mm-hmm. with us, like we do our best, but like we're not researchers and we kind of do more of our own commentary opinions and true facts about anything. Mm-hmm. We're not a news channel. We're just thought channel. Thought channel. Opinion channel. <laughs> yeah. So fact check, fact check, fact check. Always anything, please. And that's to that on that. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for another episode of WTFR YouTube. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see you next time. Yep. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. He like Trump with Twitter and then like went back on his words and then like he's like that never happened. So we got recordings due, but yeah, you know, it never happened. I don't know. Maybe denial is strong with this one, but right. I, I just think it's a river and <laughs> I gotta go. I'm sorry. Bad <laughs> jokes forever. We got some Bailey's to put in my coffee today. <laughs> <laughs>